This is In the Know for Tuesday, April 11th. The one and first day of 2023, there are 264 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. We're on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We're on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Lots of uh, eyes on Louisville yesterday. We'll tell you about uh, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo... Even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, we're uh, we're feeling a little incomplete today. Uh, UConn is ill, so UConn was supposed to be back today, but uh, I don't I don't know. Maybe he ate some French cuisine that didn't agree with him or something, but. Uh, Anyway, we're we're missing UConn. Will you be able to get past it that he wasn't here today? I, I was kind of I was kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a few weeks. I, um, I was but, wanting to hear how his trip to, to good old Cincinnati was last week, oh, especially yeah. since he got to see such a great great result <laughs> that night. <laughs> great result for you, I'm sure. I was reading a thing. Well, is that that not the only result that matters? I was. Uh, I guess it's a matter of opinion. What annoys you? I'm not asking you specifically. What annoys people most about their neighbors? Uh, Most annoying thing about your neighbors. Noise. Noise. Noise is the number one complaint. That yard is closely followed by neighbors who have uncontrolled kids or pets uh, that probably to, contribute yeah, to noise. That's... About a quarter of those surveyed say that they're annoyed when a neighbor borrows things and doesn't return them. Homer Simpson. Other neighbor complaints. Too messy. Not friendly. Mows lawn at an early hour on weekend mornings. And then there's also the too friendly neighbor. You can be too friendly. The, the Ned Flanders. Yes, you're being like you can stop by too often. Like, yeah, uh, the, and I guess Messi's uh, kind of in the not keeping <laughs> control of your yard. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, that's I, part of the messy. That is my dad's. That's the one that he, that, he that'll gr- grind his gears if you don't keep keep. He doesn't like the messiness, huh? Of of the yard, especially. Right. I got another neighborly story coming up later on in the show that to you you might that that might impress upon you a particular feeling. So. We'll save that Not for a little, bit, a little bit later. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot you you got to you got to see the story ahead of time. So <laughs> sunny and warm for most of the week. Uh, warmer today than yesterday. Warmer tomorrow than today, and warmer Thursday than tomorrow. We'll see spotty thunderstorms returning to the area on Friday, and a few that's regionally, maybe not here between the lakes. A few stronger thunderstorms are possible on Saturday evening. We'll see humidity levels kick up a little bit on Friday, which has helped giving us that rain chance. But we'll see sunny and 77 today. Maybe the best day of the year so far because sunshine, 77, so above that 72 mark and a 0% chance of rain. So we're going to get beautiful blue sky contrast against this beautiful um, April green grass that we have growing. And uh, things are looking good. Clear and 49 overnight tonight. 
sunny and 79 for tomorrow. And then I think it uh, may tick 80 on uh, Thursday, at least uh, get get close to it. We will nice. we, we will scare it. All of, our, all of our sports broadcasts this year, it's been cold, dreary, and finally we get to get outside and not have to listen to the crew members complain about being cold. You're going to be rewarded this evening, exactly, aren't you? Exactly. That's, that's what that's I told good. him. I said, just keep waiting. And I said, just wait until May. You'll be complaining that it's 90. Uh, so do you want, should we start an office pool on whether or not you'll hear today? I'm hot. I don't think I'll hear it today. <laughs> luckily, luckily, my crew members today aren't, aren't, the, uh, aren't the complaining They're kind. not the belly aching kind? No, no. They know who they are. That's good. <laughs> Speaking of weather, you know, uh, we had a situation last week, I guess it was uh, Wednesday, when we had some severe activity move through the area, and it was more concentrated around Louisville, where most of the damage was. We saw our, our neighbors off in Louisville. They had a rough week. Um, but starting that line started down in western Kentucky in Ballard County. Uh, also, that was an EF... Uh, EF uh, one EF EF one yeah EF one in Ballard County, in the community of Gage, which I've never heard of. Then oh, I mean, can you name any towns in Ballard County? No, I was gonna uh, say I mean ba- I would have assumed Ballardsville, but you know, that would have just been a stretch. And then also EF zero tornado in Murray, of course that's in Callaway County. Then moving going, then they tracked kind of along the river, you know, moving northward across Kentucky. And PRP had a touchdown down in Pleasure Ridge Park there in Jefferson County. There was one in the Watterson Park neighborhood, one on the Watterson Park Expressway uh, just between Poplar Level and Bardstown Roads. And then there was one in Meade County in the Garrett community. So those are the tornado. They, they confirmed those over the weekend and released that information yesterday. Now, this time yesterday, we were um, talking with you and sharing the early developments on what led to be a uh, mass shooting in Louisville involving the Old National Bank there on 3rd Street, right at the uh, corner across from Slugger Field, where a Louisville bank employee is a 25-year-old male uh, employee armed with a rifle, fired at his workplace yesterday morning, killing five people. He's dead. That means total of six deaths i've seen that number I, I i've seen that number reported different ways over the last 24 hours especially when you had an additional fatality about 12 hours after the incident so they lost someone else so that number has been migrating so depending upon when stories you see were published or posted you might see some varying numbers on that but we are currently at he killed 5 He's dead, and now they thought for a while it could be seven dead, but that young law enforcement officer who's been on the job two weeks is um, made some improvement yesterday, still in critical condition, but I think has maybe survived the worst of it, the, the, the immediate concern, and we will continue to, uh, we will continue to pray for his recovery. It's a 25-year-old Connor Sturgeon who went live on Facebook and live-streamed this incident and going into his workplace and shooting people that were widely and well-known across the landscape of Kentucky from 
you know, a very emotional Governor Bashir was on scene, along with uh, Craig Greenberg, the mayor. Who both, like, knew that per I mean, too, it wasn't like, oh, we sometimes had dinner together. That was like a an actual friend. Craig, Craig Greenberg's office, nearby. He's no stranger to gun violence in Louisville. Governor Bashir's uh, campaign office for attorney general was in that building. Um, and... Tommy Elliott was one of the one of those killed who was a mentor and sort of helped guide Bashir along in his uh, legal career, encouraging to run for attorney general. Um, so it had been a, obviously a very big influence. And so the, the way that the governor was able to maintain his composure, he was obviously emotional, but he was able to maintain his composure as the CEO of the Commonwealth and was able to deliver his remarks. And so I was kind of impressed. I agree with something I heard uh, or read last night on Twitter. Be hard to argue that any governor in the Commonwealth has had any governor in the state, in the, in the United States have had to endure the number of tragedies and incidents. Now everybody gets COVID, right? But he was, his was immediate after taking office, but he had a lot of obstacles to overcome. And uh, continues to to face those. Now, uh, the AP is reporting here that the shooting, which is the 15th mass killing in the country this year, comes two weeks after uh, the situation in Nashville. But more broadly, um, depending upon how you define shootings, you know, beyond the one-on-one, right, you... Rule out the one-on-one shootings, shootings of multiple people of terror, or the numbers that were reported by CBS yesterday was on the 100th day of the year, that had been the 146th incident that qualified for the metric that they were using. Again, you can get into the semantics of how you want to define that. Just when you think about that, you think more than one a day? Mm-hmm. I mean, more more than, it's almost one and a half a day on average in our nation. And, you know, it happened right after Nashville. It happened after Uvalde. It happened after, you know, people are screaming for change and do things different. And yes, we must do things different. We've got to treat root causes. We've got to treat symptoms. You know, we have to, we have to treat it all and address it all to come with a way to, you got to fortify these soft targets because, and uh, other lo- the, these crimes aren't being perpetrated on hard targets. They're being perpetrated on soft targets. So we have to fortify those while we figure out the rest of it. You, If you just continue to just fortify the soft targets, you're not treating the root causes, and they'll manifest themselves in some other way. But just like many residents of the city of Louisville said yesterday, you see this on the news, you see this happening other places, but it doesn't happen at home until it does. I think Steve Kerr had the good speech last year after Uvalde, where it was a press conference that he was supposed to have, and he pretty much said, hey, we talked six hours ago, nothing has changed about my team, and he had like a two-and-a-half-minute uh, plea. And, he, and the line that he said is there in there is, we cannot become numb to this. Yeah, and, and, and in a lot of ways, I think we're becoming more and more numb that, again, like I said two weeks ago, 
in a couple of days, we'll we'll forget this even happens. Now, we probably won't as much because, you know, Louisville is an hour away from us. But I can guarantee somebody in, in, in insert place uh, across the country, Alabama, California or whatever, like, oh, wow, that's horrible. Let's give them their 24 hours in the spotlight. And, I mean, like right now, Fox News just had a reporter out there. He's going to be gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and is that a, a shot at them? No, it's 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 just showing that we become numb to it because we move on probably to the next one, and right. that is a problem. And and you know, I what's the solution? I I don't know. I mean, I have ideas, but we're not getting into that. But it's it, it just we, what we're doing right now clearly is not working. Clearly is not working, and what we're doing right now is nothing. It's getting worse. You know, we're yes. we're, we're slowly and, getting, and it's, it's nothing. Not, is what it's, we're doing. It's not like it's even. It's getting. It's not like we're where we are, and we're just content. We're on this similar uh, flatline trajectory. We th- these are increasing in number, and this loon, right? Who he 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 sends a message and says, "I'm going to go shoot people," and I'm feeling I'm feeling suicidal. He calls his shot and says what he's going to do to the point that he goes live on Facebook just so the rest of the world sees his terror to get the attention that he seeks, even if he loses his life. I mean, some other people will see and hear that, and someone else will do that as a result. And to your point, Sam, I think that, yes, we in Kentucky will not forget this one because it's close to home and Louisville is a regional hub of commerce for us. Uh, I mean, Jefferson County has influence on certainly, if not the entire state, certainly on our part of the state. But in two weeks, we'll be talking about it in some other community in our nation. And so, and if we're being honest, probably not even two weeks. Probably not even two weeks. You know, if you're racking them up at 146 per 100 days, you can't go very long. And And, and I just don't know how, because I mean, you can get on, and I know social media is social media, you can get on it, but I just don't know how you can look at what's happened in the last couple of years. You know, you've all, I mean, we could just sit here and just list them off and off and off, and we'll remember each one and say that, you know, nothing needs to be done. Like, it's, it's, if it was, if it was your kid or your son or your daughter or your mom or your cousin, your friend, you'd be ticked off right now or, or you'd be and i'm not even sure the emotions to describe it but it's it's not working and something needs to be done i'm i'm getting like i'm when i see these i almost am to the point where i'm no longer sad i just get mad yeah a lot of anger uh and rightfully so uh because you just wonder like what's going to have to happen and and here's it uh mentioning it, if it were someone you knew well kentucky is a Kentucky is a, uh, by comparison, is a small state. You know, we've got about 4 million people. Do you know everyone in the state? No, you certainly don't. But guess what? In a state even this size, it doesn't take long before you know someone who is related or connected to someone involved. When you've got that number of people injured, you have the law enforcement officers and the first responders that worked the scene those who died, it doesn't take long till you have a an immediate connection to someone who has mm-hmm. a state, you know, who whose lives were impacted by this, and so, you know, you, you wouldn't you hope that it doesn't take it being it doesn't take someone in, being in your family to be moved to action. About the same time yesterday, an unrelated shooting in Louisville, one dead and one wounded in a student shooting outside the JCTCS campus. 
the Jefferson County Community and Technical College tweeted that its campus went on lockdown and later closed, citing uh, both shootings. The um, the Louisville police responded to the reported shooting on the camp- campus around 11 a.m. and found two adults had been shot. The man was pronounced dead at the scene. The woman was taken to a UofL hospital, and um, any potential shooters fled before police arrived. So even a, even a police force the size of LMPD, when you have to respond to a dynamic event like the old National Bank shooting there, then... You know, you got to make sure that you have resources to work the rest of the county as well, because it doesn't mean crime stops everywhere else. But then you got two shootings within a couple of miles of one another, and if even that, yeah, if, I don't really you know, know where GC, TCS is down there. But the speaking of law enforcement, the Grayson County Sheriff's Office has announced the deputy is slated to become the new SRO at Caneyville Elementary School. Sheriff Chafin said yesterday that deputy Caleb Owens has been selected for the position. He began his law enforcement career. With the Greensburg Police Department, joined the GCSO in April of 2021 and been a member of law enforcement for about four years, uh, a father, a resident, and now ready to become the new SRO at uh, Caneyville Elementary School. Uh, I always said, I always liked having SROs, ours in high school, Officer Jump, and everybody called him OJ. Officer so, Jump. Yep. So I remember, like, it was great to have those relationships with him. So it'd be everybody sure. would walk around, what's up, OJ? <laughs> uh, Sheriff's Department had their big ribbon cutting yesterday in their relocation. They are no longer located on the square. Uh, they're down in the former LPD building. Um, big remodeling and expansion uh, drive through. Easier to do vehicle inspections and other work and uh, more adequate parking for the fleet of vehicles belonging to the SO. So congratulations to uh, Sheriff Chaffins on uh, that move and that event held yesterday. A Litchfield man once one of Grayson County's most wanted has been jailed in Hardin County on drug charges. 33-year-old Rocco Wilson was arrested Saturday night by the Hardin County Sheriff's Office and charged with possession of a controlled substance and possession of drug paraphernalia being held in the Hardin County Detention Center. A uh, Litchfield felon whose car flipped on North Main Street early Thursday morning with the occupants fleeing the scene has been arrested. 40-year-old Benjamin Campbell was arrested Friday afternoon on Junction Street by the LPD on two warrants, one out of Ohio County and one out of Madison County. A uh, Ford Taurus registered to Campbell was involved in an accident Thursday morning at about 3.40. The LPD responded to this crash at 713 North Main Street. The Taurus was upside down in the roadway, and according to witnesses, there were multiple people in the vehicle as the occupants tried to flip the car back onto its wheels. After that unsuccessful attempt, the occupants fled the scene. All right. Car upside down in the in the middle of Litchfield makes you wonder what had to happen to lead to that sequence of events. You know. Maybe some speed. Uh, you would it must be, you know, it doesn't just Well, I mean it, it doesn't noise. Didn't you, slip you, on a banana peel. Uh, Governor, maybe they saw the new Mario movie quickly. uh, Governor Bashir continued to sign legislation passed by the General Assembly uh, after they adjourned March 30th. So the governor continues to uh, roll out these signings so they can have ceremonies in Frankfurt for the stakeholders that are involved in each of these. Uh, One deals with residency requirement for internment in Kentucky veteran cemeteries. One is about Tuskegee Airmen Commemoration Day. Uh, House Bill 9 deals with uh, economic relief for local communities in the state and uh, some others. Oh, there's one from uh, Rebecca Raymer down in Morgantown. 
required the Department of Aging and Independent Living to publish and distribute materials to local health departments regarding dementia awareness to promote risk education and emphasize the importance of early diagnosis. So these laws, according to the Attorney General, become um, law June 29th when the legislation becomes law. 90 days after the Ninety days but after the session, some of those like medical marijuana and sports wagering will take a little longer. Yeah, they'll have to uh, have to spool those up. Uh, they are uh, trying. The governor and some others are hoping to have uh, sports wagering online by the NFL season. They've at least set that goal out there and said we ought to be able uh, to do this. Alan Keck, who is uh, one of the twelve GOP gubernatorial candidates, talks about. Um, funneling future sports betting revenues into school safety initiatives. You know, here we are talking about SROs and needing to fortify soft targets. You know, that's, we kind of used, we used that ideology in the late 80s and in in CARA, which helped launch the Kentucky Lottery that then said keys money, scholarship money. Well, here we are this many years later, you know, 34, 35 years later, we're saying, okay, well, we're going to sort of hold up, you know, from a conservative ideology, we're going to hold our nose and say okay to the sports wagering, but at least we'll use the money for a good purpose. And so, I don't know if the if the lawmakers will do that or not. But I will tell you this: I heard an interview that uh, Terry Miners did with Alan Keck a few weeks ago, and I was impressed. If he was more widely known in the state, he would be a more viable. And I'm not saying he's not a viable consideration. But he certainly doesn't get the attention that some of the other candidates do. But as the mayor of Somerset and a business owner, he got uh, he got some good information to pass along. So anyway, the, there are your uh, headlines. I did see where the uh, Justin uh, Justin Jones was reseated to the legislature in Tennessee yesterday. And, you know, he was expelled last week. He's from Davidson County, so the uh, Nashville. Metro government reseated him unanimously. And uh, the other guy, they're going to rule on him tomorrow. But kind of similarly, he's from Shelby County down in Memphis. And so. And then the, the, the females the, from Knoxville. That's right. The Memphis Council then will have to decide tomorrow. And I think he's got more of an uphill battle to get uh, reseated. So there you go. Busy, lots of information and headlines for today. We'll uh, get to a break, come back with more here on In the Know. Today is Barbershop Quartet Day. Oh, good old Barbershop Quartet. I like barbershop music a lot more than my wife does, without a doubt. Is that is that really why, Dennis, is he sick? He's just, he's, he's really just... Probably at the barbershop. <laughs> What's he there for? There he is, singing. <laughs> well, you go away. Uh, it is International Be Kind to Lawyers Day. I have come to realize, do you know who likes lawyer jokes the best? Lawyers? Lawyers. No. I was surprised at how many uh, you know lawyers like to tell well, lawyer jokes. UConn could walk around. There's a couple lawyers there on the square. That oh, I'm sure, sure he, yeah, could. he could. He could uh, tell some lawyer jokes uh-huh. while he's singing some barbershop quartet music. It is National 8-Track Tape Day. It is National Library Workers Day. It is National Poutine Day. And I still think they need to rename that. And it is Submarine Day. So. The sandwich we, or? Uh, we all live in a yellow submarine. Now, I don't think. I think it would say Submarine Sandwich Day if it were the sandwich. I think uh, I think we're just talking about. Talking about the actual submarine. 
I remember when I was a kid at the Magic Kingdom, they had a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea ride, which was you went down, you were actually underwater, but the thing really didn't move up or down. You just went in and it was already underwater. And then it kind of moved around a track under the water and I hated it. It was, I did not like it at all. Hmm. And I'm wondering if that was the that, early signs of my claustrophobia. Is that no more? No, it is no more. No, that's mm-hmm. uh, Aria, uh, Ariel's Grotto now, I think, through there is where that yeah. uh, that oh. used to be. But I'd say there were several people like myself who did not like it. But it okay. does make me wonder when I look back. That was a very early mm-hmm. age, and I don't have a lot of memories. I remember that experience distinctly, but I don't remember a lot of other things from that time. And I'm thinking there was a – it caused me some trauma that – ended up manifesting itself into a mild level of claustrophobia. Here are the, if you're making, if you spent your spring break trying to make summer break plans, here are the five most picturesque nations, according to travel experts. I didn't look at this list. I, I, I didn't ahead of time. So I made a, like a mental list in my head of a couple of countries that I think are on there. I'm going to see if I'm right. At number five, Greece. Ah, I should have thought of that one. That should have been one that I was... Greece is the word. Uh, Santorini, Thessaly, uh, some other areas. I, if I ever get oh, to that area... if I, that's, Those are places in Greece. I thought those were countries. No, <laughs> like, yeah, like, those, are, those are locations in, in Greece. Well, didn't, they, didn't Disney come out, or is that Italy, to come out with a new the sea monster or the new... It's Pixar, maybe. Must be. I I don't know. I'm like not... a sea monster that lives in. Yeah, maybe. You okay, know, they they've they're they're very. You know, they got their Norwegian movie right with Frozen. They got they took oh, care of that... Norway. You know, they and then they with Mulan. They took care of Japan a few years ago. You know, in Kanto, they're they're being very strategic in planting gotta get the Greeks in there. Plant, too. They might have to get the Greeks or the Italians in there. Some like somewhere. a hunchback of Notre Dame. They got the. That's right. They got France Beauty and the Beast. Uh, yeah, they took care of they took care of uh, of uh, Francais there at number four. I uh, for my fiftieth birthday, we had we we were planning to go to the Mediterranean. And I was had saved up airline miles and that type of thing, and so um, I regret that not happening because of because of COVID. But it's an area of the world that I really am looking forward to seeing: Greece, Italy, those areas. At number four, Canada. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't have. I oh, mean, that just wouldn't have been. If you'd have had me guess five, that wouldn't have been one of the five. Mm-hmm. But between the Canadian Rockies and, uh, let me circle back to why I think Canada's on the list. Montreal. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Vietnam. Oh. At okay. number three. Italy at number two. Okay. The United States of America at number one. Wow. So the two that I would have guessed, New Zealand and Iceland, weren't on, on there. <laughs> I think the the reason the United States of America is at the top is that it is so diverse. It's as wide as the continent. Canada is a little bit wider. But because from sea to shining sea, you go from Maine, you go to the Outer Banks, you go to the peninsula of Florida, you go to the Gulf of Mexico, you go to the West Coast, the great upper Northwest, the plains, you, you, the rolling hills of the bluegrass, the you know, Appalachian, the caves, the, 
the reason I think it's the most picturesque is because I think it may be one of the most varied and diverse countries in the world. Canada is similar because of its size, you know, mm-hmm. because of its it's got so much change from east to west that I think that it is some of those lakes like the the blue like blue, bluer waters than you've and a different color blue water in Canada in some of their lakes than you've ever seen. So there there's some obvious missing ones on here. I mean, I can see why Italy is on there, but you know, I don't know how you choose between Italy and France except for Rome. I mean, to me well, you, Rome is better than We got the French connection now. Yeah, it's true. We absolutely do. I'm ready to taste some pastries. Yeah. Uh, UConn's going to have some big news to share when he comes back, isn't he? Oh. Is this the news that was partially shared yesterday, or is it something? Yeah, it's been shared oh, okay. socially. It's okay. just not been okay. shared okay. here. I okay. just thought I would wait for, let them deliver the I I, I thought the you didn't know if she was bringing news that she was bringing us pastries, and I was going to get very excited. She better be. Kellogg's is teaming up with animated kids TV show Miraculous, The Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir. Big hit with Miss Alea, by the way. I was going to say, this, this loves never Miraculous. Heard of it. Oh, yeah. This was what she. I hadn't heard of it till she started it's talking about Disney? it. Disney? Oh, yeah. It's Disney. And uh, Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir with Kellogg's Miraculous Cereal. Their Miraculous Cereal features sweet strawberry flavored pink and purple cereal pieces and white marshmallows. The new offering represents Kellogg's first ever macaron flavored cereal. What's a macaron? Macaroon? I know what, I know what a macaron is, but is I thought it? it had three O's in macaron. I thought it had two O's. I thought it was M-A-C-A-R-O-O-N. Get, get Gracie on the line right now. She's the one that's going to have to answer that. Maybe. If anybody would know, it'd be her. Maybe she'll know. A 78-year-old woman with two past bank robbery convictions faces new charges after authorities allege she handed a teller a note that said, I didn't mean to scare you during a recent Missouri heist. Uh, Bonnie Gooch is jailed on $25,000 bond after she was charged with one count of stealing or attempting to steal from a financial institution in the holdup on Wednesday in Pleasant Hill, according to the Kansas City Star. Gooch was also convicted of robbing a California bank in 1977 and one in the Kansas City suburb of Lee Summit in 2020. Her probation in the second heist ended in November 2021. Bank robbers. She married to Clyde? Court documents filed in Cass County in the latest case said the robbery note demanded 13,000 small bills, adding, thank you, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. So she was a polite bank robber. I walked in one Saturday afternoon not too long ago. Miss Buckles was trying to take a nap, and she had Bonnie and Clyde on. And I thought, it could be hard for you to take a nap during Bonnie and Clyde. I mean, I don't. Lots of gunfire in Bonnie and Clyde. Is there there a movie on it? Did you just ask if there's a movie on Bonnie and Clyde? I would assume that there was, but I'm not sure. I guess you're talking about that. I've never seen it. Wow. I mean, I know the story, but I've never seen the movie. Is is it a movie or is it a TV show? It's one of the most famous movies probably of all time. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you have to look it up on IMDb. Uh, is it is it next to Yukon's page? A Chinese man was sentenced to prison on Tuesday for sneaking onto his neighbor's property to scare thousands of the man's chickens to death 
as part of a deranged revenge scheme. The man, identified only by his surname Goo, was convicted of using a flashlight to terrify the birds, causing them to kill one another on the owner's Hunan province grounds. Wow. The flashing light caused the panic-stricken flock to crowd into a corner of the coop where they trampled one another in an effort to escape. Pollo loco. Now, Sam, I know you no longer need to know this text. No, I don't. In order to... The, uh, the windstorm blew away. ...to quiet the, the, the noises of the fowl in your neighborhood. But it doesn't hurt to have the knowledge in the event you ever need it. Yeah, it, the, it came close someday. A flashlight can be your friend. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Nose. We didn't forget about the crumbs at the bottom of the McCrispy bag. We're just prolonging our time with every last bit of crispy, juicy tender. For a limited time, you can enjoy every last bit of the new Bacon Ranch McCrispy sandwich at any size Southern style sweet tea for only a dollar twenty-nine. Take a bite of our latest McCrispy at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. This is Kentucky, where the only thing ordinary is the unexpected. I got everything you need. Horse country. Legendary distilleries. Rivers to paddle. Lakes to splash and relax. Big city vibes and small town charms. This is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Plan your road trip at KentuckyTourism.com. I got everything you need. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. If you have certain chronic conditions, such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, and you're 19 years of age or older, 52, 36, 42, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. 
weather is brought to you by Future Designs Building Materials on Quarry Road in Litchfield. Plenty of sunshine across the region for today as we warm into the 70s for our highs for tonight. Mostly clear skies as we fall down into the 40s tomorrow. More of those 70s, more of that sunshine by your Thursday. We'll see highs near 80 degrees. From the Wave News Storm Tracking Team, I'm meteorologist Tawana Andrew. Johnny was a schoolboy when he heard his first Beatles song. Love me do, I think it was, but from there it didn't take him long. Got himself a guitar. Did you know? Scooby Doo is the longest running television cartoon at 54 years. Scooby Doo went on the air in 1969. Second place, The Simpsons, 34 years, 1989. But Scooby Doo, a lot of years. I guess Family Guy 3? King of the Hills, not anymore. No. Yeah. I never watched it, so I didn't really know. But, yeah, Scooby-Doo has a uh, long running me. at 54. No, nor do I. I guess continuity, too. Well, uh, and I guess, I guess the the thing that Simpsons has is because Scooby-Doo's had, like, 14 different versions. It's been Scooby-Doo, but they've had, you know, What's New, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? They've had all the different kinds. Scooby Simpsons has been. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? More We've got a lot to do now. From Casey Kasem to Freddie Prince Jr., right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Al Jaffe, Mad Magazine's longest-running contributor, has died at the age of 102. I guess I better first ask, Sam, do you know what Mad Magazine is? I know it's a thing. I'm not sure I've ever picked it up or opened a Mad Magazine. Have uh, I ever had a re- I mean, I don't know if I've ever even had a reason to. What? Me worry? Uh, Alfred E. Newman. And so it was filled with satire. It was it was not, uh, we called it in those days, comic books. Uh, it was part comic book. It was part satire. It was part short stories. It was part, you know, it, was, it was had a humorous like a, turn to it. Almost like a Reader's Digest then. And that Before we made memes, like mm-hmm. before... Mad Magazine would have been an early collection of memes and tweets and jokes and shares and... Like a Reddit, almost, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was like a cave-drawing version of Twitter. I don't really know how to describe it. And and by the way, Mad Magazine had kind of peaked and was on the... Even by the time I became a teenager, it really... I'm almost too young to really embrace. Is it still a thing? Uh, You know, that's a good question. Uh, Because I don't know that I've ever actually, not that I look at the magazine rack that often, uh, but I'm not sure that I ever remember seeing it on a magazine rack. This says Mad and um, Jaffe had a particular influence on The Simpsons, which made many references to the magazine and at least two to the fold-ins, the Mad Magazine fold-in including um, in Season seven's Team Homer. The episode called Team Homer in Season 7 has a reference to Mad Magazine. I'm rewatching The Simpsons right now, and I think I'm right at about Season 7, so I think that'll be kind of interesting. That that might even be the episode I'll watch tonight. You, you can pay a little bit of a different attention and get it. But, yeah, it's a, it would be a good homework project to see what you know comedy and humor look like. 
in that uh, era. Russell Crowe has admitted that he's slightly jealous of Ridley Scott's upcoming Gladiator sequel. Crowe recently confirmed that he is not involved in the upcoming sequel to the 2000 film. He said, I mean, look, the only thing that I really feel about it is slightly jealous, you know, because I was a much younger man, obviously, and it was a huge experience in my life. It's a really good movie. If you've not ever seen Gladiator, I mean, it's a it's a classic. It's, it is well done. I caught it not too long ago in the last couple of years. One, hard to believe it's 23 years old. Um, that's, that's another one I've never seen. Yeah, it's 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 good. But I don't know. Is when it on any of the Prime, Netflix, Hulu, yeah, sh- any of that? Surely it is, or the the Showtimes, the HBOs, the somebody has it. It is looks like Thanksgiving weekend is uh, Thanksgiving weekend next year. Gladiator two set to arrive November 22-2024. and Panda Express is lobbying to cater the champions dinner next year at the twenty twenty four Masters. A seventeen year old John Rom tweeted his fortune from the Panda Express that said. Your talents will be recognized and what suitably mm-hmm. suitably rewarded. He tweeted that uh, he 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 was seventeen years of age. He tweeted it at the time, and he captioned this fortune with "I'm going to win the Masters." Mm-hmm. So Panda Express says, "We'll be happy to cater your champions' dinner if you'd like." I, I hope John Rom has a little bit better taste than. I understand the you know the sent you know sentimental thing. You know how the car makers have a luxury uh-huh. line. You know, like Honda has Acura uh-huh. and Toyota has Lexus. You know, you got those. You know, you got what Infinities up there. So, can't does Panda Express have a luxury line? Like, can they can they up their game to be? Champions dinner don't, capable. Isn't it typical too that the Masters champion usually does food for their home from their home com- country as well? Yeah, so tapas and uh-huh. uh, you know Spanish saffron paella. Uh-huh. You know, I yeah. guess, but maybe I can win the Masters in the next year and attend. By the way, I did research. There are two Panda Express locations in Augusta, Georgia. They got two to choose from. In case one's better than the other, or maybe they can collaborate and for some orange chicken and work work it out. Incidentally, your fate predicted on fortune cookies will now be written by AI. So the people that write fortunes on the uh, open fortune, they are going to use AI to craft your your fortunes going forward. I guess AI knows as much as anyone else on what your fortune would be. I Something like that. I, I, I don't even know the last time I had a fortune cookie. It's been a while. You know, I know people that say, oh, I don't fool with those things or whatever. It's just a game. It's you know, just, just open I mean, it up and see. And sometimes we open them up and say, you want to trade fortunes? Yeah, you uh-huh. can have mine. I'll take uh-huh. yours. You know, it's just it's, uh, kind of a fun game to play along. Nonetheless, got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning. You're on In the Note. MB's Point to Ponder for today. We talk about the most picturesque countries in the world, according to experts. I was also reading this morning that... Based on internet searches, London tops the list of the most desired summer vacation for 2023. London, Cancun, Mexico, Paris, Orlando, Rome, and New York City. So why London? I was able to come up with a theory. 
Are you saying because of Ted Lasso? I wonder if it's the Ted Lasso effect meets QE2's passing. When you see... Well, I guess you've got the coronation. You have the coronation coming up, but it's the... And it might be the trifecta of those things, but Ted Lasso has to have an influence. I think the Queen's funeral, you know, it was a, a week, two weeks of pageantry and pomp and the exteriors of London, et cetera, and then the coronation, and then just in general, you know, with the... With uh, Harry and Meghan being, you know, now that they're here, people are saying, oh, we got to get out of here and go to London because the Markles are now mm-hmm. are now here. Fish and I, chips. I figure it all goes into the into the calculus, but how long before you're going to get there, you think? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, there's the, there is a chance. I mean, the Titans are playing in London this year, and there's been a little bit of scuttlebutt that the Bengals could be the opponent, which would be kind of a fun trip. Um Daughter and son-in-law going to go to Europe um, this summer. Well, there you go. So maybe they'll bring me a Union Jack. Oh. Or maybe they'll bring me some money with King Charles' picture on it. The hats that the, uh, the, the I'm forgetting the name of the police officers there. Uh, the beef eaters or the... Yeah, the big fluff, fluffy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think the beef eaters are the ones with the fluffy, with the black mm. hats. The beef eaters are the... Other guy, they they mm-hmm. have the other red uh, uniform. I'll think of them in a minute. Mm-hmm. You know the poofies. Mm-hmm. Today's highlight in history: this date, nineteen sixty-eight, President Lyndon B. Johnson signed into law the Civil Rights Act of nineteen sixty-eight. In eighteen fourteen, Napoleon abdicated as Emperor of the French and was banished to the island of Elba. In eighteen sixty-five, President Lincoln spoke to a crowd outside the White House, saying. We meet this evening, not in sorrow, but in gladness of heart. It was the last public address Lincoln would deliver. In 1970, Apollo 13 with Jim Lovell, Fred Hayes, and Jack Swigert blasted off on its ill-fated mission to the moon. You know, they ended up going, they didn't land on the moon. They went to the moon and had to use the moon as a slingshot to get back to Earth and successfully returned. Have you seen that movie? No. Okay. Go We've ahead. been over this. I don't watch movies ever. Very rarely. Okay. Although I did watch on Amazon Prime Good Movie over the weekend about the Thailand, the, the soccer team in the cave in Thailand, <laughs> the Ron Howard movie. Yeah, my sister was, uh, my baby it, sister was talking about that. I mean, uh, it's long, but it's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Ron Howard directed it. Birthdays today, kind of slim pickings. Not slim, slim pickings. Mm-hmm. But the pickings are slim. Lisa Stansfield is 57 today. Joss Stone is 36 today with about the limits of people that I thought you could remotely find interesting. Ethel Kennedy was born this date in 1928. Meshach Taylor, born this night date in 1947. You might remember him from Designing Women, and he was uh, also in Mannequin. He passed back in uh, 2014. All right, chart toppers. We got well, time for a couple of these. You can you can celebrate those birthdays with us for Lady Cougar softball tonight against Edmondson County. We'll have that on K one hundred five Digital Productions. One of the Lady Cougars is probably celebrating a birthday. You, usually, Coach Reese is she is she is on top of posting when her players have birthdays. So luckily, I usually have to okay. have to check her Facebook because she's she's on top of it usually. All right, let's go to chart toppers. Let's see if we can. Oh, nineteen fifty. Gene Autry was number one. 
hippity hoppin' Easter's on its way. Bring in every girl and boy, baskets full of Easter joy. Were you singing that song on Sunday? Mm, oh, yes, absolutely. 1959, Frankie Avalon, number one, Venus. with Venus. Please send a little girl for me to thrill. A girl who wants my kisses and my arms. A girl with all the charms of you. Venus. Let's go to 1968. I'll be sitting in the Otis Redding, number one. Because he, he got real young, right? Yes, he did. And then I watch him roll away again. Yeah. I'm sitting on the dock of the bay. Watching the tide roll away. So much great content from a very compressed career. Did he even make it to 30? he passed so young. I don't think so. I think he was in his 20s. Uh, maybe early 30s, but. 1977, ABBA, number one. By the way, we was reading this morning that their long-term guitarist, Lars Wellander, has passed at age 70. He's uh, playing guitar, helped write Mamma Mia. Otis Redding was 26. 26. So here's my... Uh, Lost Wolander, their guitarist from ABBA, passed away on Friday. Just learning of it uh, this morning. Friday night and the nights are low. All right. 1986. By then, he was John Cougar Mellencamp. I was going to say, was the Cougar in there now? He was Johnny Cougar, and then he was Johnny Cougar Mellencamp, or John Cougar Mellencamp. And then he was just John Mellencamp. Uh Uh-huh. Well, it's a good song to play when Grace County played Edmonton Camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rockin' in the USA. Runaway, Real McCoy in 95. Maroon 5, This Love in 04. Suit and Tie, Justin Timberlake in 2013. Sam, you'll be happy to know on the country chart, Darius Rucker, Wagon Wheel was number See, one I, in the state in 2013. Don't mind that one. You don't, don't mind, mind that one? I, I, I can't say anything bad. Ryan, Ryan Lemon. Is that the Ryan Lemon effect? He might come after me if I say something bad about it. And then 2022, Cody Johnson's Till You Can't was number one. Don't even know what that is. All right. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, When children have imaginary friends, it's seen as cute. But when adults do, it's seen as a disorder. (laughs) When children have imaginary friends, it's seen as cute. But when adults do, it's seen as... As a disorder, MP's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.